0: Good morning, everybody. This is Jonetta at They Did Not Get The Memo. Um, You know, what I want to talk about today, and I don't have much time. I'm running kind of late. I'm sitting here watching my iRobot vacuum cleaner um, take forever to dock itself. Um, This is the iRobot by Shark. And that's what I did with my uh, coronavirus stimulus money uh, because I get sick quite often, and I like to have my house clean even though I'm not feeling well. And the illnesses that I have sometimes make my mobility very painful. So and when I saw the iRobot, I was so fast <coughs> excuse me fascinated by it. Um, I push. it has two buttons, one for clean and one for docking, which means, translation, it will vacuum your floor, go back to the docking station, empty itself, and charge itself. Okay. I couldn't afford the one that shampoos, vacuums, returns to the docking station and empties itself and charges itself. So mine only vacuums, but the ironic thing about this uh, robot is, I pushed the button for it to dock, and the thing—I think you can maybe probably hear it in the background—decided to do a once more over of uh, the kitchen area because that's where I keep the docking station. Uh, not. Right where the stoves are, on the other side of the wall, as you come in to the apartment, it's where the docking station is. So you could say it's in the close to the di- dining area. But anyhow, I pushed the docking button, and it decides to verify its work. That means to repeat the area that has went over already. I was trying to get it to dock so I, so I wouldn't have to wait for it to go through the paces to go back to the docking uh, station. But it decided on its own, I guess that's the thing about uh, AI, translation, artificial intelligence, it makes its own decisions. <laughs> they tried to get me to uh, uh, download the app and i I followed it around before i even knew it was supposed to be an app to um, map out your place for it to uh, clean it does just fine on its own it's kind of like a a drunk relative Walks, rolls around, and bumps into stuff, and backs up, and bumps into stuff again, and then it gets a straight path, and then it <laughs> its really funny, because <laughs> I, I, I'm not insane yet, but sometimes I say to it because there's three rooms for it to clean, or four if you include this large room. Uh, it it. Well, there you have it. You're getting ready to hear the noise of it emptying itself in a second. Okay, you hear that? That's it. It has docked itself, and now it's cleaning itself. And there you have it. It should stay there and not go back out to clean again because I can't record and listen to that thing make all that noise. But anyway, that's it. That means it's finished. When you turn it on first time, it goes, let's get cleaning. (laughs) And sometimes I unplug it and when it does that, so no we won't, we're not gonna do that right now. (laughs) Because it takes so long because it doubles and triples the area that it cleans. Anyway, I wanted to talk about the uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma massacre. Um, I was born in the 50s and my girlfriends were born, uh, you know, friends of mine were born earlier than that and none of us, for the life of us, can remember ever hearing anything about that history, that black history. Um, they said the area was a black wall street one of the richest neighborhoods and businesses owned by uh, African descendants in this country Tulsa, Oklahoma who knew who knew I didn't know and I, I, I got an A in my African history studies in junior college um I never told you guys this, my professor um, uh, that taught black history, she taught from slavery to now. That was the course that I took. So it covered uh, how the coast was infiltrated, the areas that were infiltrated, because it was hard for a lot of the slavers to get really deep into Africa, because they weren't their bodies weren't immune to things that the Africans were immune to. So a lot of them got sick and died, but, uh, that's not funny. But you know, uh, and then it, it, it shows you diagrams of how the slaves were paced in the ship shoulder to shoulder chained in one place. You, uh, did your, your eating, your vomiting, your body waste all in the same place. If somebody uh, died, well, that was your shipmate until they reached the coast. They said some Africans even uh, ought to jump off the ship, commit suicide rather than be kidnapped. Uh, The description one of the verbal descriptions of uh, <clears throat> the ships approaching the African coast I believe if I quote my professor correctly the depth conception of the Africans were not that the ships were getting closer and closer in their minds the ships were getting bigger and bigger so you figure you figure the the reasoning behind that type of that perception, but anyway um, but it was amazing that with it, who leaked this history about a uh, very wealthy descendants of Africa in this country um, I remember in school from elementary school to high school, they never, well, I grew up on the East Coast, so our history lesson was basically America and British, you know, how we broke away from British and settled, you know, uh, the East Coast, (sighs) not we, but the people that uh, came to this country uh, with or without slaves from Britain. Um, Nobody ever mentioned anything about Tulsa, Oklahoma. We even knew, well, I didn't learn about black history until I got into junior college. I guess they didn't want to touch that subject as to uh, incite any anger from the descendants of Africans that were here in this country because we had started acculturating. Uh, That means we adopted the culture here. We were forbidden to speak our own languages because the slave owner uh, was fearful of what we were talking about. You know, we uh, uh, we weren't able to educate ourselves. We've been, uh, we've like the Virginia Slum cigarette commercial says, we've come a long way, baby. Um, there was b- big penalties to teach a, a slave to read and write, you know? So this Tulsa, Oklahoma uh, find of history is amazing. Now, San Francisco... I believe they hired 15 African Americans to study and research this reparation thing. Um, I say, what is there to study? Uh, There were people in Africa. They were brought to this country. They were forced to, to work for free and uh, sometimes just unbelievable atrocities done to human beings' bodies uh, to uh, discourage other people of, of African descent from running away You know, you got Nat Turner, who did the first revolt, and there was a revolt before Nat Turner. Um, but, you know, and then you got your first ship captain, Captain, captain Coffee. You know, all these things, uh, those, he was the guy who helped some of the Africans that were brought to America go that wanted to go back to Africa. But I believe they settled in Sierra Leone. Uh, And I've met a few uh, Africans from Sierra Leone. They look, act, talk, just like us here in America. Historically, it's a very interesting conversation. Um, But this studying of reparations, what's the study? Some people were brought here against their will. They were forced to work without any pay. They were abused in every way imaginable. And then uh, uh, forbidden to participate in the great American dream. What's the study? It was wrong. There should be reparations. Uh, Asians have got reparations for the Japanese internment camps everybody's got reparations but us that's another sign too isn't it that we're the last we're the last for anything but the first in line for abuse anyway i digress on that Um, it's amazing I don't know where this history came from, who leaked it, because apparently nobody wanted us to know, and it just boggles the mind for me. Now, the other thing I wanted to talk about, I forget what's the name of that bar. I think it's in San Francisco, and it has to do with gay pride, and it has to do with... uh, Let's see, they got all kinds of balloons and stuff in front of this place. Uh, and I think it was the place where the police went in to uh, enforce a law uh, that forbid them to serve alcohol to homosexuals. So, um, there's a lot of new news <laughs> coming out uh, today <coughs> oh excuse me please forgive me anyway you guys um, those are the two things I want to talk about uh, you know I, I don't know why people are stalling about uh, giving people things that they deserve, uh, even, uh, here's, here's another thing, they even reversed, uh, what's that guy name that killed his wife, took her down to the bay, and she was pregnant, oh my god, killed his own wife and child, um, they reversed the death penalty for him, isn't that something? So this is, this month is, uh, well, the end of last month and this month is the, uh, seems like the month of Enlightenment. Okay, so. Okay, I apologize for that abrupt uh, interruption. Getting back to what I wanted to talk about. You know, life is too short. It's too short for all this madness. Every day, somebody's killing somebody or shooting somebody or attacking somebody. What the hell is going on in this world? Um, you know, I, 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 I'm speechless. I, I'm really speechless. Um, I say to myself most times because I'm fearful of people that I don't know says they can start off good, and then the next thing you know, give them a little time, they morph into some type of beastie that you've never seen before. Or that you thought you knew this person, but you really don't. And sometimes these things can go on for years and years. You think you know somebody, and you really don't. Um, Excuse the background noise. This has been a hard 12 months, a very hard 12 months. In in December, I think for me will be a year that I've dealt with cancer and then lung cancer and then the brain aneurysm and then the coronavirus pandemic and the uh, murders and. You know, we need to get it together as human beings. We really need to get it together because I I don't know where all this is coming from, all this anger. Where have these people been before the Corona pandemic? Where were they? Uh, But then seemed like the pandemic forced a lot of people's hands in terms of violence uh, there's a lot of mental illness running around in the streets and from what i understand the government and whoever you know helps with the funding of of treatment of mental illness are not trying to um do anything about this mental illness then excuse me then they just show uh an officer Approaching a person, I guess he was a homeless man. he overtook her, had her on the ground, looked like he was choking her to me. That's what they say on the news uh the news uh uh report, and I saw his hands around her neck or his arm over her throat or something and the, the poor child, the good thing, the good citizens uh yeah, there are good people still running around came to her aid. Otherwise, it probably would have been all bad for her because he was a big guy. <sighs> what do we do? We people that are trying to live in peace, that are trying to do the right thing, that are just trying to ride this train out till that, uh, when the civil cord breaks, that means when we go for our dirt nap, what do we do in the meantime? How do we recognize these people who have the potential to want to hurt other people? That's not human. Anyway, you guys, look, I, I, I gotta go. Uh, I'll try to pick up on this as I get more information. Uh, the uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma uh, Massacre, they said was over 300 people killed. Buildings burned, homes burned, schools burned, women, children, men killed.
1: What was that about?
0: Was that jealousy? Or was that, you're not supposed to have nothing, black person. We don't want you to have anything. I don't know what it's about. But I wish people would find somebody else and let black people heal from slavery. Find somebody else to pick on. You know, every country, even black countries, when their children come here, they say, don't mess with those Negroes. You know, don't fool around with them. Stay away from them. Our own people who sold us into slavery tell their children not to mingle with us, amazing. I don't want to harp on this anymore. I just wish everybody could learn to love each other and treat each other with respect and dignity. That's that's what we need. They need to start teaching classes on people, teaching people how to be respectful, how to, um, you know, just act like a human being. Okay, I gotta go. Wear your mask, wash your hands often, continue with the minimum distance of six feet. And um, we're almost out of this coronavirus pandemic. Uh, Have a good day. God bless you. I love you. And there's nothing you can do about that.